You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. So, uh... You know, it, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a wedding, whether it's some kind of a monumental occasion, whether it's like a funeral, there is always the that one, one person <laughs> that I've noticed that no matter what kind of thing is happening, no matter how many emotions are going on, they have to go to the back and dig around at the food table. Oh my God, In that happened again? Everything. In the middle of everything. It was amazing. At the same point, I, I can't stop watching them. It takes away from everything else. All I can watch is, they really like the this salmon is, spread, don't This they? is happening right in the middle is, of the ceremony. This is what's going on. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and available via podcast. You can subscribe to Listen Live for six ninety nine a month, all there at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And uh, don't forget... To go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com, and click on the Amazon link. Oh, boy. Do so for all of the, your shopping needs on the cyberwebs. Anything by Amazon, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and click on that link. I love to shop on the interwebs. Yes. The cyberwebs. The cybertron. The, cyber the cyberwebs mm. are a fantastic place to shop on. So we have yeah. a lot of stuff to get to here today. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in. And... So before it happened we go again. Too far, yeah, I want to know the details about what you're talking about. Well, before we go too far, I'll get back to that part. I think we should address something that's happening here in Portland, Oregon right now. So we are, of course, live here from Portland, where the entire city is in the middle of a freakout <laughs> because of the fact that um, apparently there is E. coli in the water. This was just announced this morning. I guess it's been there for the last three days. And so, I mean, just... everyone's screwed anyway. If you've drank any kind of water or coffee or anything. Yes. And so, it's been there for the last three days. And so, I guess we all have to be boiling our water right now. And uh, this is a little bit unnerving because of the fact that I actually today... I made an effort. I, I decided this yesterday. I'm like, I need to be drinking more water. <laughs> I need to be getting healthier because I want to. I want to get in shape. Sure. You know, of course, we have Operation Hot Summer. Water's going on, a big part of that too. Which uh, which is Sarah and I's effort to uh, become healthier. Big, actually, no, it's it's way more vain than that. It's just to no, look it's just good. No, just be hotter. Yeah, it's just just to look better for the summer. Yeah, that's and I it. Know, and I realize I need to. I have some work I need to do. You know, I saw some of the pictures from our comedy showcase. I want to. I want to look a little better than that. So. How part of that is, of course, drinking the water. And so this morning I got up, and what was the first thing I did? I went and got myself a nice 16-ounce glass of Portland tap water. Oh, and yeah. I chugged it down. <laughs> chugged it down. And then about an hour later, I found out it was full of poop particles. Is that what he... Okay, because I have to admit something. I'm not really quite sure exactly what E. coli is. I know that, like, is it because there's, like, fecal matter in, yes. in something? But then e it, it makes you. It, it's made from poop, but it makes no, you. Well, e, e. coli is uh, from the from your intestines, but there's different strains of it. You, okay, you have E. coli in your body at all times, but it's like a different kind of strain. And then there's this strain, which once you, you ingest that, and yes, it does come from. Uh, that's how it's expunged from the body. Okay, through fecal matter. All right. Yes, I'm gonna get very. So wait, so so this the and then somewhere along the line this got into the water it propagates the portland city water so much so that they've had three tests come back positive for it i guess that's over the last of, three days is that a lot of poop that's a lot oh. that's a lot so now it's been recommended and if you haven't heard about this it's been recommended that you are supposed to be boiling your water 
uh, wherever you're at in the, in the city of Portland, and also even some of the uh, some of the places outside of Portland, some of the so outlying areas, some of the outlying areas. So it's not just Portland, okay. because a lot of places buy Portland water. So you should double check where your water is coming from. Go to the website if you are in the general area, because it's. It, it, I have a secret for you. Lots of people drink Portland water. You may not leave. You may not even so, know it. So double check what that is. Uh, but yeah, so that's why you have to boil it. So E. coli is like if you well whatever like the bad one that if you eat it's curable, right? Like yeah, but it can make you really sick. Okay, like bad sick. Like it's you're gonna be very uncomfortable. Like food poisoning, like, like kind of like extreme food poisoning. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily um, deadly. Like uh, maybe maybe in an extreme case it, it would be, but. Essentially, what could be happening is the entire city of Portland could be getting food poisoning all at once. Oh boy! Yeah. But if they're saying, I don't understand, like why the city does this? Because if it's been over the course of three days, I uh, mean, how long does E. coli like fester inside of you before like something happens? I honestly, because I drink a lot of tap water. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. Well, that's one of the things here uh, in this city, you know, that we pride ourselves on is having nice, clean tap water. That's uh, you know that's fluoride free <laughs> tap water. Yeah, the stupid fluoride thing. Oh look, uh, someone put a helpful map in the chat, and we are right smack dab in the middle of that orange infected zone. Oh yeah, no, I everybody in Portland is in the middle of this zone, mm. so it's it's gonna be one of those things. Oh, even uh, in Gresham, I'm looking at this in Tigard, Tualatin. See, now I'm just waiting though. Now every kind of slight movement inside of me, or anything, any kind of rumbling <gasps> in my stomach, it's I'm almost thinking, mental, oh, isn't no. it? Oh no, that's yeah. gonna be it. Oh no. That's going to be it. That's totally how I feel, mm. too. And then I'm like, no, I'm just psyching myself out because I'm just... Because uh, clearly, as soon as I found out, I'm like, oh, no, my stomach might be feeling a little weird. Yeah. Well, see, I could see you doing that, though. You're the kind of person that if... And then this isn't bad, but I'm saying you're a bit suggestible. Oh, totally. Yeah. If I had suggested it enough... I mean, because the other thing, part of it, too, is... So it, the way E. coli works is that it, it gets into your insides. It does give you kind of food poisoning. It makes your eyes also a little bit teary. So it, it affects your glands. So you'll notice, like, like uh, red eyes is Seriously? off the side of it. Yeah, because it's along the lines of... You're just messing with no, me No, I'm now. not messing with you. Because, okay. Because, you, know, um, you know, when you have, uh, uh, like, a, like, conjunctivitis, you know, that's also one of those based uh Oh, like the symptoms. red, itchy... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you get E. coli poisoning, your oh, eyes will get red Oh, because that's what pink eye's from, right? Isn't it pink eye from poop particles, too? Right, yeah. So your eyes will get itchy, and then on top My of that... My eyes don't itch. Well, the... I don't know. Just pay attention to them because they feel Stop a little bit strange. Stop it, Greg. And then on top of that, it's also one of the other things you'll do, too, is it's weird how it affects in your bloodstream. You'll notice at the base of your fingernails, the base of your fingernails will be a little bit more pinkish, pinkish in hue than normal when it gets to be a severe case. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Everybody should really take a look at their fingernail beds because if it is getting a little bit more pinkish and swollen, that could also be another sign that uh, the E. coli is taking effect. I can't see my nails because they're painted. Oh, well, so you wouldn't know then, I guess, no. if, your, your, if your nail beds are going to be getting pinkish because that's a, certainly a sign. That's a sign of E. coli. E. coli is it, are right you saying there. that? Is, is it E. coli? E. coli. E. I thought it was E. coli. E. coli. E. coli. Yes. E. coli. yes. It's, it's two separate words. Okay. Well, e. I know that. E. coli. Okay. Yeah. So, nail beds, eyes getting runny. Watch out for that. My eyes aren't runny. Well, are they itchy at all? No, they're not itchy at all. They look a little bit red. They don't look red or itchy. Or if they're red around the edges of them, that could be They're not red around the edges. How's your mouth? Do you feel dry? Like you have a dry no, mouth? No, but I have some water from like uh, that I bought like last week that I'm going to drink. This is purchased water? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, you should probably... Yeah, God, because Portland you feel, do you, does your mouth feel dry? Shut up. Portlanders that's are another so, sign. Greg, I'm going to throw something at you. Stop it. No, uh, Portlanders are all nutballs, too, because did you uh-huh. see that all the water all around the city selling out? 
Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's a good day to is, be a water company. It's an unlimited boil band right now. They they'll be at least until tomorrow when they do the other tests. Are you sweating? I'm. Well, it's very warm in here. Oh no. Shut up. I mean, because you do drink a lot of water. You said. I mean, because if you're sweating, that's I do. Also... I did drink a lot of water this morning too. Before I knew yeah, about so this, you I shouldn't be sweating. I this refilled much. like my. I have a like liter water bottle, and I've drank like I drank like Boy. two of them. Oh, I'm so full you of equal life. Flush, because that's also. I'm a sign. so probably so full of equal life right that's, now. Also, a sign of E. coli, it'll bubble up towards your skin because it's in the bloodstream and it Will heats you it up. Stop so, it. I mean, I'm just saying your cheeks look a little flesh and you're sweating. I'm it's just kidding. Because it's very warm in here. It's very muggy. Well, it's not, though. I feel perfectly comfortable. No, you so don't. Just, you're I'm sweating. I can see it. Huh. Well, all right. I'm just, I'm just going through the list of symptoms and I'm just trying to, trying nope. to narrow it down. I don't want Greg, you to freak out. I don't need out. your fake sy- symptoms to I know that I'm probably going to get. I know how much water I drink. I drink a lot of water. Yeah, but you're getting more and more red in the face. Will you too. stop it? Oh, hmm. Well, anyway, I'm just—I was just curious. Yeah, Doctor Science is supposed to be later in the show, Greg. <laughs> uh, no, but we may all get food poisoning. That will be what it is. Oh, that's glorious! Thank you for that. Yes, indeed. All right. So, well, well, maybe the people you know that you were talking about—maybe the lady who was—was was it a lady or a man who was at the event that you were working at last night? Uh, it was a lady. It was oh. actually a lady this time. So. So here's the thing. So I worked at I worked at an event. You know, we we of course Fun Employment Radio is our main job, and we love doing this. But we also do side jobs because we always like to pick up uh, you know extra stuff. Yeah, some extra, extra cash. Extra cash can't sure. hurt. And um, one of uh, one of the things I do is I work at some events. And yesterday I was working at a wedding. Now, the thing that I've noticed this, and this has happened at every wedding. I have ever worked at. All right. There is always someone either worked at or even just attended. And I think that everybody will notice this if there, if the wedding ceremony or whatever kind of ceremony it is, because it's not exclusive to weddings, could be a graduation, could be a, could be a, a funeral, could mm. be anything. If the ceremony itself takes place in the same place where there are snacks in or the same buffet room table or vicinity or hors d'oeuvres, there will always be someone that takes advantage of that time to go back to that hors d'oeuvres table while everybody else is looking forward, looking at whatever's going on. And I think most people don't notice it because they're all doing what they're supposed to do. Pay attention to the ceremony. That's why you're looking ahead. Well, this this one I went to, um, you know, was in one big room, but in the back was like a whole bunch of hors d'oeuvres. It was like a meat plate and like fruit. And oh, some like cheese and, and like grapes and stuff. spread and all that okay. kind of stuff. And right during the middle of the ceremony, like a very emotional moment, there was this lady just clank, 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 going to town. No. Going to town. I remember when somebody did that during Nate's wedding exactly. last summer. Where, like, they're saying their beautiful, like, you know, handwritten vows. Yeah. And you're this... Yeah, like it was scraping this and like big guy like breathing real heavy, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like scooping stuff off of like the bottom of the ceramic bowls, and smacking while he's eating. Yeah, that was what was going on with this. This lady was back there just going to town. She really liked the uh, bread. They have like this wafer like bread thing that was back really there. crunchy. Yeah, really crunchy, really crunchy, really loud. Uh, crunching down on that and then uh, dishing up. They had like these skewers, and she's just going to town like eating skewer after skewer. Wow! And, like, right during the middle of the ceremony and clanking around back there. It it was pretty incredible to watch. I mean, was she the only one? She was the only one out of everybody she was there. The only and one. Were there a lot of people there? This. There was probably about two hundred people at this thing. Wow, two hundred people all focused on the very beautiful thing ceremony that was going on. I mean, you know, I don't know the people, so I don't really care. But you know, I can understand it's a very beautiful moment. Obviously, but everybody's very much expressing their love for mm-hmm. each other. Oh, and, and then she's over there clanking <laughs> she's away, in the back clanging away at the food. But the thing is, most people are looking straight ahead. So they didn't really see it. 
So nobody really noticed, except for the few people that were near her that kind of looked around and, like, took a look at it. God, I'm surprised somebody didn't say anything to her. No. Well, the thing is, she's so bold about it, and these people that do this are so bold about it that there's... I don't think you can shame them, because they make it so bold. (laughs) Somebody's posting pictures in the chat that made me laugh. Uh, (laughs) uh, They're so bold about it that I think... They, it's like they're almost daring you to do it they because daring they don't you to think say you'll something. do it. They don't. They know no one's going to have the balls to come up and tell them not to eat during this ceremony. Wow! In a way, I respect it. You can't respect that. I That's don't. So I dis- would never. Do you can't it. respect the disrespect. I would never do it myself, but I respect the way that they just don't. Care. Royal is pointing out. Plus, you really don't want to get between that person and their food. Exactly. If they yeah. want that food, those the, and there's plenty. By the way, there was plenty for everyone. It was like an unlimited supply of food. Okay. They were never going to run out of. food. It was not like first come first serve. Never. It as was soon as one the, thing was done, and I looked even at the order. The the order was to have enough food for like 200 people for like four hours. Like they had plenty of food. But this lady was treating it as though this was like her chance. There's only going to be one survivor, and she better get back there and load She better up. eat as much as she, she possibly just can. get it down real quick. All right. People are asking, of course, saying, insinuating that I would do this. No, I wouldn't do it during the ceremony. No, However, here's what I would do if I were at a thing in Hungary, because everybody knows. I like hors d'oeuvres, or as I call them, free samples. Greg likes samples. I like he samples. He is a sample aficionado. I do. But what I'll do instead of this, I won't do it during the ceremony. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not a heathen. I'm not that disrespectful. No, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll uh, kind of scope it out. Okay, you have to survey the scene. Yep, I'll survey the scene. And as the ceremony is going on, I'll slowly work my way over towards where that table is. So that way, when the time comes, when the ceremony's done and it's okay to go eat... Bam! I'm on it. Mm. I'm on it like a like a hawk on a rat. See, and so Edward's saying like maybe she's uh um she maybe like Jez is saying maybe she has food issues. Edward's saying maybe she had low blood sugar. You know what? You know she, she is, wasn't an overweight person. No, I, I can say that she didn't seem like she had any food issues. She was overweight, just, underweight doesn't matter. If you are going to a ceremony where someone has spent time and money to put together this thing, and then they're going to feed you for free. Yeah. You need to respect like the ten minutes that the ceremony's taking and pay attention, so that way you have to earn the food. I really yeah. feel like that's the case. Like, well, and the thing is, the ceremony wasn't that long. No, like it was like twenty minutes. I just think it's very rude. I think if you're invited to something, you can sit your ass down or stand, however mm. it is, watch the thing that you were invited for, and then shove your face full of bread. Right, it's free food for them. Yeah, because it was so being just, paid but for. Be respectful. I mean, you're invited. These people are paying for it. I mean, I have lots of friends who are getting married this summer, and I mean, they all have to, you know, throw down money for the food and everything. Well, here's here's the other thing with it though, too, because it was open for anybody to eat for like an hour before the ceremony, and then the 20-minute ceremony, and then it's back to f- food. Like, the food never left there. It wasn't going anywhere. So she could have eaten way right up to the ceremony, but she had to do it right Oh, so she could have eaten before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think as a, an adult should have to be telling another adult to not eat food during a ceremony. Mm-hmm. Like, that isn't something like I could see because people are like, why isn't it covered up? Because I think that's something that you instinctually should no. See, and I love... Okay, I've taken a look here in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. I want to address a couple of these things. Sure. There's some questions being asked, and uh, people are, uh, are are wondering this. They, they seem to be very sympathetic towards the food eater in the middle of the ceremony. I'm not. So, let me take a look at this. Um, let's see. Uh, well, 
Okay, uh, Tony says, well, she did bring a gift. I think that is earning the food. Yes, she has earned the food, not during the ceremony. The ceremony is the one thing you're supposed to pay attention to. I completely concur with you. That's the one thing. No, it's the one... The rest of it's free everything. Free everything. Free booze, free free food. You know what? You got to pay if someone's spending... Because it doesn't... It's not free to have somebody invited to something. And to clarify that, yeah, this was one of those... It wasn't like anybody was contributing. This was a very wealthy wedding. Everything was free. Yeah. Yeah, and very good stuff. Um, plenty for everyone. Okay, so I'm I'm discounting. I'm just saying the matter of disrespect. I'm discounting just... Tony's um, saying that she earned the food. She she fine. She can have the food, but not during the ceremony. No, I'm thinking um, about my friends' weddings this summer. Like if I saw someone when one of my friends is getting a, a, in the middle of a beautiful wedding, and if I see someone like making their way over to the hors d'oeuvres area and start mm-hmm. eating, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see about these other apologists here in the live chat for this uh, for this lady who is eating food. Um, uh, Ryan. Just said, and I'm calling everybody out, uh, just don't make so much fucking noise while eating. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Don't make so much noise. But still, I still don't think she could do it. Uh, Edward in the chat says, did she get there late? Well, I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. Mm. You still should be able to hold up. You shouldn't be to the point where your body is going to collapse of starvation (laughs) in 20 minutes by the time you arrive there that you just can't wait that long. And you have to eat during the middle of this wedding ceremony. Your only job being... To watch the ceremony. That's it. It wasn't like an hour and a half wedding. It was like 20 minutes. Oh, that would infuriate me. If you're you're spending all this time and money to just have... It's just like... It's just a normal human thing to do. To sit there and watch like... That's what being an adult is. Sometimes you have to sit through some boring shit. Yeah. And that's it. And then then it's done. And then you get your reward. Yeah. You get your food. You get Uh, your wine. Whatever. Bean is saying, I'm not sympathetic to the food eater at all, but who the hell serves food before the ceremony? Because they had an hour before the ceremony and they're rich. That's, yeah, these these were very wealthy people. Money is no object. Oh, gotcha. So it was very fancy stuff, like uh, hors d'oeuvres before everything went on. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So they had like the, I don't know, a pre reception. I don't mm-hmm. know what you would call that. So anyway, answering some of the questions. All right, just wanted to make answering sure. those hard hitting questions. Yes, indeed. Did they drink a lot of tap water? <laughs> um, I don't know. I imagine so because there were big water things. I hope their oh, wedding day is not ruined. Can you imagine some... that too? Yeah, all of them now have to think about this. Their wedding, the entire. Because there were like big water jugs, I assume it was probably tap water. Oh, probably. And uh, they were just uh, pouring poop water down their throats just, the entire just time. Guzzling poop water. Guzzling poop water. Wow. Yeah. All right. Oh, I I just well, know I know me I know I'm just totally screwed. Mm-hmm. Like I've drank so much water in the past three days. Yeah. Like if it's if it's coming for me, it's it's already inside of me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Whatever. I still don't understand really what it is. Yeah. So are your, how are your fingernail tips? I mean, uh, I still can't tell. They're still the painted. All right. Yeah. Your eyes look a little a little bit bloodshot. Mm. I'm just saying. Are you still sweating? Knock it off. Uh, what, well, are you or have you stopped? You I'm not like sweating. Stopped, you dried? Oh, you've dried up. <laughs> oh, that's I've dried bad. up. Well, because eventually the E. coli will start soaking up the okay, water from the inside. It. Well, anything okay, else anyway. poignant happened at this at this wedding that you were at no, last that, night? That was the main thing. The other thing is, um, uh, I had to deal with a pack of twenty screaming kids for about an hour. Oh uh, man! So I worked at the wedding. So you just had an amazing time. It was the, the screaming kids uh, did give me. It was the greatest birth control I've ever had. <laughs> uh, it was a probably between the ages of six and eleven. There were, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, if anything, I'm underestimating twenty kids. Because I tried to count them, but they were running around so fast, it was hard. It was, it was all one big pack. Oh God! Split evenly, like Lord of the Flies style. The boys were chasing the girls, and the girls were all screeching and screaming. And then they'd turn it around the other way, and the boys were yelling and pushing. And they'd all run as this big pack around and around, and none of the parents cared. 
they they did oh. not care at all. Oh, so did so, you have to? Because you have to like you know make sure that nothing's getting damaged or whatever. Right. Yes. Yeah. And like uh, if they're going to be like knocking over stuff. Yes, I had to kind of discipline kids by telling them slow down. I I was that guy yesterday. Slow down. You're going too fast. Don't touch things. Don't eat. Don't that. shove each other. <laughs> Don't run with a skewer in your hand. So that's I had to do that. I had to be that guy. Don't run with a skewer. Yeah, in well, because your they were feeding them, they were feeding them like chicken skewers on the and, sharp like metal sticks. Uh, well, wood, but it, I mean it's giant oh, yeah. sharp wood stick, and they're running around with these wood sticks in their hands. And I'm like, I'm not your parents here, but man, that doesn't that doesn't seem like a good idea. So were the parents phased at all? Nope, they got mad at me for for telling, <laughs> telling them, them to not run well, around. Well, they didn't with- say anything, but I got glared at a lot if I would tell them to wow. slow down. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was part of what went on there. So there's just a pack of screaming children wielding wooden knives. Yeah. Okay. It's terrifying. They would have won if, it, if the apocalypse would have happened. They could have overtaken me in in seconds. There's no way I could have fought them oh, all yeah. off. No, not with that. Not with that. And with the, how much energy they had, they could have. They had been like a pack of piranhas on me. Like that, they would have taken me down in a second. Yeah, they could have ripped no you apart. There was no fear of me at all. It yeah, was it terrifying. didn't sound like you were very convincing. You're like, slow down. What am I going to do? They know I can't do it. They know I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, they know. Oh, Michael Bryan. It's like, yeah, what, am, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're right. I really won't do anything. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> you, you got me there. You got me there, kid. <laughs> you win this round. I'm, I'm just going to sit back thing. and watch yourself stab your eyes out with those <laughs> skewers. All right. Well, um, we have another. Uh, fine addition to Fun Employment Radio I sure that I believe do. we should go to right now. Of course, here just for Fun Employment Radio listeners and also available online if you would like to go find it. And that is the news from uh, from one person and only how he can deliver it. Only how he is a news god. Ladies and gentlemen. This is a special holiday weekend edition. Oh, is it? Of Tim Riley's news and commentary. Oh, awesome. Tim Riley, news and commentary. This is the news with Tim Riley. Greetings, Fun Employment Radio listeners. This is a special long holiday weekend edition. From the mountains to the seas, here's what's happening as you get ready to hit the road. For all those wonderful vacation trips, barbecues, and weenie roasts. An ice cream truck driver's been assaulted with a fudge ice cream bar happened in South Carolina. April Johnson told police that a girl bought ice cream for her father. The father confronted Johnson for not giving his daughter enough change. Johnson said she told the man she did give correct change, and he assaulted her with a fudge ice cream bar. It left a red mark on her arm. A witness saw the assault. The ice cream driver told witnesses the man drives a small white truck and lives close by. Officers have not been able to find this cruel, cruel man. How would you like your pizza delivered by an unmanned drone? It could happen very soon. This was just tested in Mumbai. The drone dropped a 13-inch margarita pizza. Margarita pizza? Well, this is India. They eat some strange things there. It weighed a half a kilo on a 21st floor rooftop. Now, the speed at which the delivery was made beat the record for leading pizza chains, which normally deliver pizza within 30 minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, since this is a long holiday weekend, we thought it would be timely to turn over the airwaves for just a moment for educational purposes in an effort to demonstrate that this is more than just wires and lights in the box. We've chosen some messages to enlighten all the young boys and girls who may be listening of the potential dangers of the long holiday weekend and all the opportunities for mischief it presents. Of course, you can listen to Anyone who handles fire in any form is a potential killer. Anyone can start a fire and never even know it. Please be very careful with fire. Please. 
Only you can prevent forest fires. Don't take foolish chances. Don't jaywalk. Don't cross against a don't walk sign. You could be killed that way. Don't jaywalk. Even if you avoid getting killed, you still risk a fine. In a way, a broken leg is almost lucky. Around railroads, you could lose the leg or your life. This way, all you lose is a couple of months lying around in the cast. Railroads are the world's most dangerous playground. Of course, it is fun trying out your balance. The rails are hard, too. You never know how hard until you've lost a few teeth against one or clunked your head and been knocked cold. Thanks so much for joining us. This program is produced exclusively for the Fun Employment Radio Network. And is sponsored by OfficeBreakGifts.com. Have a great long holiday weekend. We'll see you back here Tuesday. And remember... Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Put your mind at ease. Tell your riders, please. Get your seatbelts buckled. Everybody buckle up. The National Safety Council says, If you don't have seatbelts, get them. If you do have seatbelts, use them. Seatbelts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, everybody. Buckle up! Mr. Tim Riley. Oh. I will of note on that uh, Love margarita it. pizza. <laughs> it's not like a margarita like a drink. Everybody it's knows margarita. that, except for Tim. <laughs> Started in Naples, Sarah, and actually I've been to the original place where margarita pizza was invented in Naples. Margarita Napoli, pizza is my favorite. Italy, Italian. Um, I did something. What do you mean you did something? I did something. It sounds like you did something over on the other side of the room. Did, it, <laughs> did you have some sort of accident? I made something. No, uh, I'm just. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I was a little bit distracted. I'm taking a look at Twitter right now. I, I did something. What did you do? I did something that's have like 60 retweets. Oh, Greg, what did you do? I made something. What did you make? Nothing. Never mind. I don't want to reveal anything. You had something that has 60 retweets? Yeah, apparently. That's the notification I just received. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's called taking advantage of a situation, sir. Oh, did you find? Did this finally happen? Did you finally get the, a, I a good Twitter handle? It's looking like <laughs> it, maybe. <laughs> Greg's dream. I've tried it many times. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, I'm not. I won't. I, uh, I don't know specifically burn. what it is. This is a but, slow burn, though. But it's it does seem to be. So you maybe getting you some, just said so. The hints are it's on Twitter, mm-hmm. taking advantage of a situation, mm-hmm. and you've been retweeted sixty times. I, mm, I wonder so. what That's that could be about. Is it mostly is it Portland residents that are mostly retweeting you? Mostly Portland. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Well, if anyone figures it out, don't don't ruin it. This is my vengeance for my Alabama kicker Alabama kicker account being yeah. taken down. You got banned, huh? Yeah. Boy. Maybe the water department. Well, the water department can't do anything successfully here. Let's not lie. To I, why Why are you saying anything about the water department? I have no idea. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I I really honestly don't know <laughs> what it would have to do with this. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I've got a stripper twofer for my first couple stories, Greg. I like I like the sound of this. Okay. 
Well, the first one is, let's see, about a woman, oh, a Florida woman named Lakeisha Johnson. Now, Lakeisha Johnson is a 29-year-old employee dancer at a strip club in Miami, Florida called Tootsie's Cabaret. Ooh, I now, like the sound of it already. Lakeisha from Tootsie's Cabaret has been suspected of stealing an iPad. Is Lakeisha her real name or is Lakeisha her stage name? Lakeisha is her real name. Does it say what her stage name is? Uh, I don't know yet. Lakeisha, what's her last name? Uh, Johnson. Okay. So uh, deputies say, uh, so deputies spotted her jumping fences behind homes in Florida early this past Monday morning. Deputies say when they approached Lakeisha Johnson, she began taking off her clothes and using vulgar language. Now, the iPad was not found in Lakeisha Johnson's possession. However, she was arrested and charged with resisting an officer without violence. Um, Officers then say she slapped a cop's arm and then yelled, don't touch me, bitch. (laughs) It was the, it was when Johnson got to jail that officers say that she began to repeatedly remove her clothing, expose her genitals, buttocks, and breasts, and masturbate. Don't people normally have to pay a lot for that? Right? I, mean, I know. She did, like, tip free. Is it like a free gift? Like a free gift that she was giving? I guess so. Well, she was just showing it. She wanted to show everybody that she knew what she was doing. I suppose. I guess so. Huh. Well, so she repeatedly removed her clothes, exposed her genitals, buttocks, and breasts, and masturbated. She also allegedly started shaking the cell doors of the jail and offering to perform vulgar sex acts in exchange for her release. Wow. Well, Johnson did finally appear in court yesterday. And she said, and she apologized for what she did. She didn't have any explanation for the masturbation. <laughs> the judge gave her a $100 bond for the resisting arrest charge, but did not cite her for the alleged sex show in jail. Did, did uh, she charge the police for the services? She though? sure didn't. I mean, it's kind of a tab. She did not ask for the dollar bills. All right. This next stripper story has some audio with it as well. From Miami to Houston. Houston's been in the news a lot lately. Houston has been, yes. Yeah. Well, they had their mystery pooper down there. They did, but that one was caught. Supposedly. Supposedly. No, um, he, was, he was totally caught. He, had, he admitted to it. Greg. I'm saying conspiracy. No, he was, he was definitely scapegoat. caught. Scapegoat. I'm saying a scapegoat. Yes. Well, a 32-year-old Houston man, or as I like to call him, the saddest man in the world, oh. is no. suing a stripper. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty sad. Is he sadder than the Swiss cheese masturbator from Philadelphia? Um, I will let you come up to that conclusion, but I'm saying right now this guy is suing a stripper, and let me tell you why. Okay. So a 30-year-old Houston man is suing a stripper, claiming that she never paid him back the $2,000 loan that he gave her or returned his laptop and Harry Potter DVDs <laughs> that he let her borrow. Oh. This is a true story. This is not This is not from The Onion. Oh, why is he admitting this? Oh, well, Robert Wallace, a 32-year-old software developer, not only did he do this, he went on some area news stations and talked about it. Oh, dude. All right, well, I'll play that audio here in just a second. You just call that one a loss and just, and just never tell anyone. Well, Robert Wallace, who is a software developer, said that he broke up with his stripper girlfriend. Oh, I'm sure they were very much in love. And if you see the video and see the... That's it. No. (laughs) I I believe that people can love each other for their inside. No. Uh, Sarah, I was quoted in a Lamette Week article talking about uh, the underage strip club... Not underage. Under 21. 
Juice Strip Club here in Portland that was going out of business when I was 18 there. Uh-huh. I fell in love. You did. And she was clearly in love with me. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that was a romantical situation that we had. So the stripper in this story is awesome. However, Robert Wallace, the sad man who is suing her. Oh, yeah, there's the stripper. So her name her name is Nomi. Just like uh, anyone who's a fan of uh, striptease. Nomi Malone. But she's what? Nomi uh, Mims. Striptease? Showgirls, you mean? Yeah, thank you. Showgirls. Striptease is the one to me more. You See, I finally got you to know that Nomi Malone's from Showgirls. I do, just because you've said it so much. I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, it's so wonderful. So the stripper's name is Nomi Mims. No, Nomi Mims? Nomi Mims. Nomi Mims. Nomi Mims. It's That's not a real name, is it? I don't think so. Nomi Mims. Nomi Mims. So Robert Wallace said that he broke up with his stripper girlfriend, Nomi oh, Mims. Oh, is this what Robert Wallace looks like? Let me see. Is he that a- sure is Robert Wallace. Oh, boy. That is Robert Wallace and Nomi Mims. Oh. So Robert said that he, of course, he chose to break up with Nomi Mims. Well, they, they make a sweet-looking couple. Earlier this month. And decided to file the lawsuit after waiting for a week for her to return the cash and items that he claims that she had. But Mims, who said that she met Wallace at a Houston strip club named Treasures, uh, last year said they were never in a relationship despite Wallace's claims... Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of side with the stripper on this one. Uh, Robert Wallace, again, the saddest man in the world, uh, says the situation has caused him to rethink she, ever getting into another relationship with a stripper. She said I wasn't like any of the other losers that come into the strip club. The case doesn't have a court date her, schedule. She said her day is so much brighter when I come in there. <laughs> she really genuinely cares about yes. me. All right, so I do have the report from Houston. It's she right here. She gave me one extra song the last time we got a lap dance. It's clearly not something. She said she wasn't supposed to do it, but she was doing it because she liked me. This is Fox tw- uh, 26 News in Houston, and here we go. Well, mm. this might be a first. It's the first I've ever heard of this. A 32-year-old Houston man files God, suit dude. against a stripper. Yeah, he says he loaned the dancer money. And, <laughs> and he he's admitting the Harry Potter DVDs, There's too. no such thing as stripper refunds. Fox 26's Randy Wallace is live tonight from the Southwest Side nightclub where the couple met. Randy. Randy looks a little drunk. Melinda, she goes by the stage name Naomi, and she says <laughs> that about a year ago she was dancing here at Treasures when she met a man named Robert Wallace. Now, the dancer and comedian says they were just friends, but to Robert Wallace, it was. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, pause this, yes pause you heard this. that right. You heard that right. Dancer and comedian. Yes, you heard that right. Let me, let me uh, rewind that a little friends. bit. But to Robert Wallace, it was. Much more than that. Oh, wait, I didn't go back further. Treasures, when she met a man named Robert Wallace. Now, the dancer and comedian says they were just friends. But to Robert Wallace, it was much more than that. I have had situations in the past where customers have followed me home. I've had to move twice, uh, switching gyms, switching jobs. But having a customer sue her is a first for the statuesque dancer who calls herself Nomi. He was becoming a regular, and we did become friends. I really like him as a friend, and I still do. We had a dating relationship, and uh, on May 3rd... They had a dating relationship. (laughs) This isn't like just a big scam on everyone, is it? I don't think so. Maybe if she is a comedian. Maybe they said comedian because they're like pulling the scam on everybody. If they are, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty glorious. Oh, she didn't move to her by Harry Potter DVDs. Uh, we had broken up. Robert Wallace says he loaned the dancer about two grand, and he wants it back along with a laptop and some DVDs. I don't believe in loans because I don't want to pay anybody back. I know how stubborn she can be, so after a week of waiting for, for her to return my things, 
uh, I decided to file uh, a suit to get my stuff back. Since the word <laughs> loan doesn't seem to be in Nomi's vocabulary, and Robert says the cash and other items were not gifts, it looks like an out-of-court settlement is out of the question. I've given him gifts, too. You know, I mean, how do I get my booty and boobs back? Still, both sides say they've learned a lesson. Robert says he's not dating any more strippers. <laughs> I kind of did kind of see it possibly ending this way. And Nomi says there's no such thing as refunds, exchanges, or rain checks when strippers are involved. No refunds in a strip club. I've even had people come up in there asking, oh, can he get a dance mail, pay me back next week? We ain't got no layaway plans either. Now, there's no court date Drunk yet, Randy. but it looks like it will ultimately be up to a judge. <laughs> what what is Randy? Who's right in this one? The dancer or the customer? I want to interview... Live from South you want to interview... Everyone. I want to interview Randy, too. I want to interview Randy. I wonder if Randy was nervous, maybe, because was he... No, Randy clearly... Randy looks really drunk. <laughs> I'm not... Like... Not not blowing smoke. He looks like he is wasted. This sounds like a Family Guy episode, is what it sounds like. <laughs> like Peter could be the guy suing the strip club. <gasps> Wait a second. Wait, I wonder if there's any possible relation, because the drunk anchor guy was like... <laughs> His name's Randy Wallace. And the guy who's suing her's name is Robert Wallace. Hmm. I wonder if they're... I wonder. I don't know. It's a big conspiracy. I'm not sure. Randy is standing in front of Treasures, the the strip club that Nomi works at. So maybe he had to go in and just see for himself. <laughs> oh, that is great. Next up, my Harry Potter DVDs. <laughs> no, not even Blu-ray, dude. All right, from sad adult to sad adult. A substitute teacher is in trouble after allegedly talking to kids about the men in her life that she's been going on dates with and having them role play. Cassandra Fearing, 45 years young, was fired from New York City's PS 189 this past, uh, let's see, this past December for allegedly acting out dating scenarios with fourth grade students and asking them for advice on her love life. What? what yeah, kind she didn't of get molested scenarios? or anything. She, didn't, she was okay. asking them. In a report obtained by multiple media outlets this past week, uh, the Department of Education investigators wrote that on June... So this was June of last year. Let's see, what was her name? Cassandra, Cassandra Fearing, had students role-play conversations in which they would pretend to be her, and she would be the one... And, and she would play one of the men that she was dating. So she would play the man... And they would play her. Yes, and then she'd had... She'd, she'd I'm act, already confused. How is a fourth grader going to figure this I, out? They couldn't, and it was weird. So she apparently was trying to get these fourth graders to act out how she should act in her dating life because she was dating two different men and she wanted to know the best way so she's to interact it with up. them. She's trying to find out how to like cover her tracks? I, no, I think she's trying to figure out... I don't know how to talk to them. So her name's... So uh, Fearing told students that she was dating... She told fourth graders... She was dating two men who were in their 30s, and she needed advice on which one to choose. The report also alleges that she asked her fourth grade students to also toilet paper a man's house for her. (laughs) Now, when asked about it, she said, The kids loved giving me advice. I thought it was a fun interactive experiment for everyone. They were excited to have me listen to their advice. They were saying all kinds of things to help me, uh, trying to help me because this guy was being a jerk to me. 
That's really teacher. How old is this teacher? She's 45. She's 45, dating 30-year-olds, having fourth graders give her advice. Yes. Okay. That's it. Just want to make sure I understood that. However, wow. she does come to her defense and uh, says that the situation she discussed with, you know, the fourth graders, the eight and nine-year-olds, were just theoretical. She gave, she said, I gave abstract examples of different types of relationships. Something, uh, sometimes someone uh, likes you and you don't like them back, or sometimes someone isn't so nice to you. It was very G-rated. So say uh, the guy you're dating uh, wants to try something in the back seat. Uh, <laughs> what would you think? You know what? This it's this just reminds so sad me of, that she doesn't have anybody to no, talk th- to. What this reminds? No, it's not sad. It's it's gross. What yeah. it reminds me of is those weird, creepy E Harmony commercials where they have the little girl talking to her grandpa. Oh, have you seen those things? I don't know if I. That's have. what I was trying to. That's what I was trying to find. It is the creepiest, weirdest commercial advertising campaign I've ever seen. Apparently the guy who created eHarmony is this older guy and he's got his granddaughter in it um, and it's just you know what? Here, let me see if I got a I, I want to play it. His granddaughter is I'm going to play it? it just so you can hear what it is that I'm talking about. Alright. It's like it's so disturbing and it weirds me out every time. So it's like um, so let me get it pulled up. So the guy is in like his den and this is the creator of eHarmony. Oh, is it the guy like, oh, I love everyone? Yeah. The guy who talks like Eeyore? Yeah, let me play this. Teacher Mr. Hicks. Oh, okay, here, I'll rewind it. You got it. You have to hear this. Now, you don't even have the visual on this. This is just, just how damn creepy this is. Grandpa, my teacher Mr. Higgins met a lady he really likes. Nice. No. He met her on one of those other sites, not eHarmony.com. Oh? I told him it would never last. Caroline. I told him eHarmony.com has made way more marriages than anyone else. That's true. And eHarmony.com has all the hot babes. I never said that. I improvised. Stop waiting. Oh, oh my God. That's Isn't a commercial? Isn't that creepy? Yes, that's the, that's the commercial. I don't know if that's his real life granddaughter or not, but it's supposed to be. Isn't that disturbing? Why would that make me want to go to that site? I, All I'm ever going to think about is a nine-year-old girl like talking to me. No. Oh. Ew. Gross. No. And you know what adults like? Nine-year-olds telling them Nine-year-olds telling them I that really, they're... You know what? I'd really, I'd really respect a fucking smart-mouthed nine-year-old telling me what site I'm supposed to go dating on. Yeah. And that my relationship won't last. Basically, that nine-year-old is calling you a loser for not going to eHarmony. God. And then referencing hot babes. Ew. Was so was it's it a girl just, or a guy? No, it was a little girl. A little nine-year-old oh girl God. with pigtails. Yeah. I mean, I'm nine. I'm throwing out a number because I don't. I can't tell the age of kids, but nine. We'll say nine. Yeah, that E Harmony guy is like an extra level of creepy. No, oh, yeah. I just oh, find him it's so disturbing. so creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, thank you for playing that. That is. Mm-hmm. That is disturbing. Yes. eHarmony is not a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, nor will they ever be. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to go to this story. Now, this is out of Tokyo, Greg. For all you ladies out there with smaller breasts that want them to be bigger and can't afford surgery, listen up. A new cookie being marketed in Tokyo is now claiming that clients, more specifically women who eat them, We'll see an increase in their breast size. <laughs> They're called F-cup cookies. Dude, that you is find them. genius if you want to really, like, troll women. Be like, oh, no, I know you really want cookies. And, you, like, say, you know, if you really want to go that route, yeah. assume 
Assuming all they really ladies, like bitches ladies love like cookies and bigger boobs. And so you combine it. That's that's just genius. That is the best way to do this. I'm saying, I mean, it's not right. Sure, but I mean, if people but I'm are buying, saying it's kind of genius. If there's a market for it and people are buying it, I mean, right, wrong. It's genius of taking advantage of <laughs> women who are insecure with their body issues. But nonetheless, if people are buying it. Well, these cookies are called F-cup cookies. How did I dig myself a hole in that without even trying to... Uh, yeah. uh, never mind. No, you totally did. Yeah. Uh, the cookies contain something called Puraria mirifica, uh, which is a plant extract from Thailand. And women who would like to see an increase in their breast size are supposed to eat two cookies a day in order to see results. So according to the product's website, Puraria mirifica is also found in an edible breast enhancer that also exists called Bust Up Gum. <laughs> bust Up Gum? Bust Up Gum. So there's F Cup Cookie and Bust Up Gum. Yeah, how many are you supposed to eat? So you're supposed to have two cookies a day. That's what it said, in order to see results. So the cookies come in two flavors, soy milk or pralines and chocolate, and each one of them is 70 calories. Uh, so... A uh, nutrition expert, I guess by the name of Ian Marber, said uh, phytoestrogens are in numerous foods, and to date there is no research to, to show, no way, that ingestion changes breast size. Even in concentrated dose, doses, it hasn't been uh, shown to do anything, although eating several biscuits can lead to weight gain, which could lead to larger breasts, <laughs> which is true. So if you want... Uh, Still not a lie, though. <laughs> it's not a lie. That's right. Yeah, usually when you gain weight, your boobs get bigger. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm. So, in case you're wondering, uh, an F cup in Japan translates to a double D cup in the U.S. Really? I didn't know there was a difference in, like, how you Apparently sized them. So, I, they're saying you're going to get double sized Ds. Sized what, Greg? Breastuses. Eat some boob cookies, you can get some big boobs. Eat your boob cookies. Boob cookies. <laughs> so, it's not universal how they size those things. I, I guess not. Okay. Yeah, I actually didn't know that either. Yeah, I figured bra size. Are there size like, E's? Yeah. So why did why did they skip the E? I and have go a to friend who's a G. What? Really? Mm-hmm. It seems uncomfortable. Yeah, she's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and all she's so they're very heavy. Wow. So there you go. Mind blown. Boob cookies. And strip clubs. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy! What was that? Uh, I don't know. That was me doing a crazy sound. Okay. I think the E. coli is getting in my brain. I think so, too. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Because uh, E. coli is going to be the new fucking Florida. Everyone's going to have an opinion on it, and it's just going to be so annoying. I, who's going to have an opinion on it? Who's going to be pro E. coli? No, not everybody, but I mean, like, drinking the water or not drinking the water, because some people are in the camp of, like, oh, well, I probably already have it, so I'm just going to drink the water. And who's, like, who's in that camp? I've you, seen people say that. Are you in that camp? That you're going to just go ahead and drink the water without boiling it anyway? Yeah. Really? You're just going to continue to do that? They've issued a health warning saying you must boil your water. No, it's all just a conspiracy theory All right, why anyway. don't you go fill up the tap water right now? I want to see I want to see. drink a, drink a <laughs> glass of it. I'll drink a glass of it. Okay, drink a, drink a coffee cup's worth of the tap water. Greg, this isn't a challenge. I already have drank like two liters of it. Today. No, I want to see it. I'm screwed. Now knowing... Now, knowing that it is full of E. coli, I want to see you do it. Okay. You'll do it. Yeah. All right. Sarah is going into the other room right now. So the ban has been put out for Portland. You are supposed to boil your water because it is full of E. coli. Three tests came back 
that it is boiled. And here it is, Sarah. I just watched her. She filled it up with tap water from the green room at the Fun Employment Radio Studios. She's coming back in. There's a coffee cup full of water right now. All right, you got to drink it down. Let's see you do it. All right, here we go. You're drinking. Oh, my God. She's really drinking it. Like, no kidding. That's not a joke. Ew, dude. Dude, I'm already screwed anyway. Oh, my God. You know that's poop water. You know it is right now. Just that Dude, knowledge. No, I remember when that, every time I bring this up, I remember when there was a fucking dead body floating in the reservoir. I drank that water. Yeah, but that's different, though. They just How issued. How much poop could possibly be in it? Enough that they want you to boil the water. You know what else the city of Portland did when it was icy outside? Everyone's like, don't leave your homes or sudden death will get you. We just live in a, in a panicky city. It's not. A, it's not a panicky city. I mean, they issued a health warning for it. They said to boil the water. Well, I'm already screwed. How are your uh, fingertips? Looking? I feel just fine. Okay, I feel. Well, I feel nice and hydrated. How are your nail beds? They feel real good. All right. No, I'm well, just saying it's past the point. I don't like <laughs> whatever. It's my body. If I want to put some E. coli, it's my in body. It. <laughs> yes, because this is an issue of of body image. This is this is what it is. People are trying to oppress your body, Sarah. Yeah, right. They're trying to trying to give you a stereotype image that you shouldn't have to fit into. I just you can drink E. coli if you want to. I just don't believe that. Don't it's... let men tell you what to do. No. Well, Portland. I love living in Portland, but it is just so goddamn annoying with its warnings about things and like, it's just irritating. Like, and they've known, you know what, if it was that imminent, they would have told us after the first day. They've been testing for three days, and they found all the C. coli in the water. Every resident of Portland, or in the metro area that it's affected in, has been drinking that water for three days. If it was that big of a fucking problem, they would have stopped it three days ago. (laughs) They would be shutting off the water systems if they thought it was going to be poisoning huge amounts of people. I haven't seen one report about anybody being sick. All I've seen is that they've closed the water and everyone boiled the water. Should we do a little bit of a science facts for yes. today? Yes. I think yes. that might be appropriate. And I like to also uh, bullet point this by saying I've never claimed to be smart. So uh, what Dr. Science is, here's, let's explain what this segment is for Fun Employment Radio listeners. Uh, new and old, Dr. Science is the segment where I leave the room, Dr. Science enters, and he offers, some would say, alternative theories to generally known uh, scientific principles and uh, knowledge because of the fact that maybe teachers and the professors and the knowledgeable, educated people we're slightly wrong on things. And Dr. Science is here to dispel those untruths and give you the truthiness that you didn't know you needed or something. I don't know where that was going with that one. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure Dr. that you science don't have the E. coli? Now I'm thinking that I do. Brains. Uh, all right. So we're going to take a break and we'll, uh, we'll answer your questions. So if you're listening live, go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and take a look there. And enter in your questions for Dr. Science. Before we do that, though, we do want to say thank you to one of our fine sponsors. And yes. that is the Next Adventure. Oh, yeah. Next Adventure is awesome. Uh, because it is getting to be camping weather. Um, I may be going camping next weekend. And also, I can tell you what I am going to be doing, uh, is going to the Selwood Riverfront Park on May 31st for the for Next Adventure's fourth annual Summer Splash. Here's what it is. Oh, the kayak Dude, stuff. Okay, you can demo over 75 different kayaks for free. Oh. It says there right on this demo over 75 different kayaks for free. Yeah, and that's that little beach that faces Ross Island, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love that area. 75 kayaks, Sarah. I'm going to be that guy there that's all day trying out every different kayak. I seriously I I want a kayak you will be. so bad. I, I have heard you talk about kayaking. Oh no, so many I times. love kayaking. I don't feel like you and a kayak are very well uh, that be a very good mix. 
Why? What do you mean? Your bridge is very clumsy. And you no, have to be able I'm not to, like, that clumsy. Write yourself when you're in a kayak. Well, I, I can take one of the classes to learn how to write myself, but I think I could. Uh, I think I could be a pretty much expert kayaker. That could be my new thing. Oh, this is Plus, what you think. Babes love kayakers. It, isn't that true? Is that a fact? No, it is. I don't know if the babes like kayaking. Oh, I'm going to say that the babes like kayaking. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure if they know hey, how baby, to kayak. Hey, baby, I'm just going to, sorry, I just got to go down the river and get my I just got to get my kayak on. Yeah. See? Wow. I think I could be pretty awesome at it. But you can go there uh, May 31st for Next Adventure's fourth annual Summer Splash. You can find out all the information at nextadventure.net. Babes take kayaks, man. Will you stop saying babes? <laughs> I'm going to I'm just keep saying that until it becomes a thing. Oh, good luck. You oh. should probably learn how to use a kayak before you start saying I'll just talk about them a lot. I'll learn okay. all about them. All right. Yeah. They just want, to, they just want me to say Never mind. All right. <laughs> Babe, stick kayaks. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio Doctor Dr. Science. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning back into Fun Employment Radio. If it's via podcast, I guess there was no tune out at all. Greg has left the room. It is now time for Science Facts. Now, Science Facts is something we do on Friday afternoons. It's part of, sure. our, uh, part of our effort to for more educational outreach for the children's okay, of for the, the world. <laughs> the children's need educating, and a lot of people, what they do is they'll gather around on Sunday afternoons before the school week starts, and they will gather around a talking box in order to listen to what... Dr. Science has to say, and then they'll educate their children. Their children then go on the rest of that week spreading and telling the words that they have heard from Dr. Science. This is still what you believe yeah. is Oh, no. What we get, I get so many emails you get in- from people saying, talking, uh, thanking Dr. Science and thanking them for the so family time. So they must not time, be going to our joint account. They must the go family to- time educationings that they get. Okay. Yeah. So all over the world right now. People are listening to this, Sarah. Wow. Over the cyberwebs. And they're learning. Learning the truth. Well, they're going to learn one big truth today, right? Because the we have spelling the, the one... untruths. <laughs> okay. All right, children. Thank you for here, for being here. Parents, make sure your kids get an education, too. I got to do, of course, before any round of science, anything that you do, you got to do some science stretches. Uh, first, you stretch to the left. Do a little twist in your chair. Wherever you are, twist. Twist right. This gets the juices flowing. Stop it's saying juices. juices. I think juices. You have made me like totally hate the word juices. And you gotta, you gotta start from the bottom. Work, work your way Why up. Why are you doing that? You gotta work your way up. Please you feel stop. the science pushing its way up, up into the giant sponge that lives inside of your head that we call a brain. You gotta saturate that sponge. Oh my god! You just soak it with the science juices and. Oh yeah, I'm very. I'm oh my so, god, I'm, Greg! Stop. My my sponge is soaked, soaked with science juice right now. Sarah, I am ready to do some science. All right, we do have a one main question today, Greg. It kind of is like uh, two who? questions. I'm sorry, because di- Greg's not here right now. Oh my god, Dr. Science. Yes. The question is this. Dear Dr. Science. Yes! What is E. coli? And how does it affect the body? Oh. Good, bad, and different. 
Oh, a double question. Yeah, it was a double question. It's, it's loaded. It's a twofer. It's a day of twofers. <laughs> loaded like Equal Eye is making Portland right now. All right. Wow. All right. Okay. This is a good question. This is topical. It is very this. topical. All right. Well, let's get off to the let's let's get to the start of the question. Let's go to the root of the problem, if you will. What is E. coli? Well, as we've discussed a little bit on this show today, or as was heard on this show, E. coli lives inside of your body. However, E. coli is not always there in its present form. Now, there are different uh, groups of organisms and races of germs that live inside of your body at all times, sir. You're crawling. Your body is covered head to toe in disgusting, tiny little crab-like creatures, Gross. little things like shrimps. They're like little shrimp creatures that live in your mouth. Don't and talk like, about little you. shrimp creatures in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. No, they live all over you. You're making me itchy. Yeah. Imagine like a room full of spiders and they like all, but they're tiny little spiders. That's what's crawling on your insides. There's all kinds of different ones. However, E. coli is not always one of those races of creatures. In fact, what does live inside of you and is always, it's it's kind of scratching the insides of your intestines a little bit, is an organism we call D. coli. It's just the right size. It fits right in there perfectly within your intestines, kind of cradled there. Just enjoying its Will you stop it? Oh, my God. D. coli is very, very fine. D. coli is just lives right in there. However, D. coli can become quite aggressive. And you know why it becomes aggressive? It happens when we drink poop water. Poop water is the enemy of D. coli. It makes it so angry because the poop water washes over the D. coli. And what happens to it, Sarah? What happens? It's, it's cradled right there in the intestines. But what happens when it gets too much of that? It starts, what is it doing? It starts swelling. And it starts getting bigger and bigger. And it grows into an E. coli. And that E. coli is just a little bit too big for the intestine. And it doesn't like it. Greg's, I think, uh, role-playing the E. coli in the intestine. It doesn't like it. It squirms around and it gets all angry. And that E. coli, once it's out of that uh, intestine, it starts bouncing all around inside of you. And you know what it does? What does it do, Greg? It gets pissed. I mean, Dr. Science. E. coli gets real angry. Okay. And so that's how it forms. So I think that explains the science behind it forming. It's the D. coli, and then, you know, it, you, when humans drink poop water, it gets it all mad and turns into E. coli. Now, here are the symptoms if you have E. coli. Okay. I want to give you the symptoms. Number one, obviously, uh, what is known as uh, itchy bowels. And that is where, <laughs> where, where you know, your insides, your insides don't like what's going on right there. And you'll have, uh, you'll have uncomfortable bathroom issues are, are one of the symptoms. It's t- the scientific term is itchy bowels. Uh, that is in addition awful. to that, in addition to that, as we've discussed earlier, uh, one of the common symptoms is, and you have to, you have to uh, look, look right now. Everybody, look up. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand in front of you. Hold up your fingers. Take a look at your fingers and look at the nail bed because this is one of the first places that E. coli goes to because it's trying to get out of your body, so it's going to the far off appendages, and it'll travel up there through your bloodstream. These angry, angry little E. coli. And they'll try to push out from behind your nail bed. So what you'll see is your nail bed being like it. pinky, oh pink, a little bit, a little bit swollen on there. Can't believe I just looked at my fingers. In addition, let me ask you this: wherever you are right now, if you've been drinking Portland water, are you a little bit sweaty, or have you sweat at all today, 
And now you're not sweating? Oh my gosh, are you not sweating right now? Oh, that's because... Let me just say this. What it'll do is you'll start sweating, and then you'll suddenly stop sweating, and that's because it's pushed out a little bit, but then it's blocked up inside of you. So it's trying to... When you're sweating, that's equal light coming out of your body, and then it'll block it up. And so if you're not sweating... If you're sweating... I mean, I guess that's okay. It means you're infected. If you're not sweating, it could be even worse. Also, another uh, symptom of E. coli. Hair growth. Have you noticed your hair? Because it'll it'll in- embed itself in you a little bit. You'll notice like a, a single hair somewhere on your body that you didn't expect to be there. It's probably the E. coli. It's like an E. coli building. So those are the symptoms, and I hope nobody has it. But if you're sweating or you've stopped sweating, probably should get yourself checked out. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what E. coli is and the symptoms. Angry D. coli. People have definitely unlearned. Even Ryan in the chat was saying, wow, I used to actually know what E. coli was before I listened to Dr. Science. Alternative theory, sir. This has been Dr. Science. Watch out for those shrimp things. Oh, my God. That is like the grossest thing ever. Stop it. I know it's true, but fucking stop it. Just for some reason, tiny invisible shrimp crawling in my mouth is like the grossest (laughs) thing ever. Who am I to judge? All right. I think it's time that we do a couple other things. We need to say happy birthday to a couple of fine listeners. Mm, A few. A few. Yeah. A few, you say. All right. Well, first off, we have... This happy birthday, we received an email from Megan. Oh, Megan. And Megan has asked us to wish happy birthday to Carissa. Oh, Carissa, we love you both. Happy yes, birthday. Yes, indeed. Happy Cutest birthday. couple ever. Happy birthday, Carissa. Happy birthday, Carissa. Happy birthday drunk Elvis to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy also, birthday, madam. Have a good uh, long birthday weekend. Yes, enjoy. Oh, she gets an extended birthday weekend. So uh, all these people get Memorial Day birthday weekends. E- birthday rules are a little iffy on this one. Um, I'm going to say no. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer don't in the situation. Be a jerk. But, I mean, technically, the birthday is the birthday. The weekend's the weekend. They're two, they're two separate things. Also, we need to wish a happy birthday to Keely. It's Keely's birthday oh, today. Keely. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn, damn right. right. All right, oh. we, we do also have one more birthday. No, nope, don't think so. I think we're done. done no, I believe we have one more birthday. I don't know. I don't think we have time for it. I think we're out of time. No more birthdays. Our, our good buddy, who, of course, does an awesome show here on the network. Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. It is our friend Tristan's birthday. It is indeed. Tristan, we love you, buddy. Mr. Tristan. Happy, happy birthday. Here's some drunk Elvis for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. By the way, I uh, hopped on Tristan's Tinder account the other day and spoke for him. Totally got him lined up with a date. Wait, what? Yeah. I know. I should have been doing it for myself. Did you do a Tinder time with T? Yeah, I totally should have done it for myself. But no, he was he was on Tinder at the bar, and I was like, "Hey, let me let me try." 
And so I started. Because oh, I've tried these before, but I've never been able to get a get a girl on on, the, a on the line. Hot blonde too. So I'm thinking about subbing it out and just uh, subbing it out to myself. Like, oh yeah, sorry, I can't go. But my friend Greg is going to be. I know I shouldn't have done it on his. Are you kidding me? You're trying to steal his date? Yeah, totally. Either that or it's going to have to be like a Roxanne thing where he goes out on the date and then he'll have an earpiece and I'll tell him what to say. Oh. What, a Cyrano de Bergerac? Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's your technical term. I call it Greg, Roxanne. if you were that good at wooing, you would probably be better at dating. I was. I was good on the internet's wooing. Wow. I'm charming in short emails, sir. Wait, I'm confused. Keelan's saying that you set T up with a chick that blew him off. What? I don't know about that. Uh oh. Oh, really? Oh, well, I was unaware of these these things. All right, well, we'll find should... out about that. <laughs> I guess we'll find out the info. Oh, that's funny. Well, then that means Keelan should let me hop on his Tinder account too. No, I don't think that that's a good oh, idea. Oh, I think everybody should let me. Oh, we do also want to wish a very happy anniversary, happy wedding anniversary to Ryan and Michelle. Oh yes, Ryan and Michelle. Their anniversary is tomorrow. Yes, indeed. You guys are awesome. Awesome. Greg, it's Friday. It is indeed. And it is a long weekend. And we thank you, every one of you. We thank you, one and all. Don't, why are you talking like a leprechaun? Well, thank you, one and all. No, that wasn't like oh, a leprechaun. We thank you. Here on the island of misfit toys. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone, to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you to Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. Go there and... Check them out because they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I myself just got a brand new flask from there. Oh, cool. It is badass. Badass. Well, you need a good flask for, for the camping weather that's I do coming indeed. up. Mm-hmm. I do indeed. Uh, next adventure. And a thank you you know, to everybody who, who sponsors this show and listens to this show. We just appreciate you guys so much. And don't forget, you can go on to iTunes. You can leave us a review if you so choose to. Yep. Leave us, a, you know, leave us some stars. You can write a couple words if you want to. Yep. And do that. If you dislike the show for some reason, feel free to send us an email about it. That's fine. Oh, Find I don't want to read that email. Like, no, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have them not listen than, than write us me. No, email. send me an email. Send, no. send it to Greg at funemploymentradio.com. All, right. All right. Well, regardless of that, have a wonderful, amazing Memorial Weekend. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. You guys are so fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. All it's right. It's been a week. It has indeed. All right. It has indeed. Great Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase earlier this week. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Don't drink the water. Unless you want to turn that D. coli into E. coli. We'll be back on um, Tuesday with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>